0: You're listening to a BGE podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Blind Grilling Experience podcast. Folks, we appreciate everybody tunes in and uh, listens and all the support and feedback we've been getting. I tell you what, it's been Uh, just overwhelming. I'm really thankful. I appreciate so much everybody who uh, gets in touch with us and talks to us about uh, the podcast, the questions that are asked, and of course, uh, everybody sharing it out, letting other folks know about the Blind Grilling Experience podcast. It's been awesome. Uh, And uh, even, even the other episodes that we're dropping on Mondays, or rather Wednesdays and Fridays, On Wednesdays, uh, right here on the BGE podcast, we uh, have My Story, which is going through the history of my vision loss and kind of how I got to where I am today in short story format with uh, some spiritual applications made in it as well. And on Fridays, we've got the Cut Straight Weekend Workshop, where I'm kind of talking about my journey in woodworking, um, something that I've... Uh, not been doing very long, and uh, I never really thought I would, to be honest with you, but now that I'm doing it, I'm loving it, and uh, just talking about that on uh, on Fridays, and so I've uh, been getting a lot of feedback on that. I appreciate it. I know not everybody's interested in that. You know, we're keeping our Mondays here talking about food, grilling, and uh, I think I said last week we're going to talk a little bit about uh, crispy chicken skin when it comes to smoking and grilling and uh, some ways to kind of help folks get that crispiness that they're looking for on uh, their chicken wings or whole chickens or even their turkey, whatever it is they're they're desiring or wanting. Uh, There's a few little tips and tricks that we're going to be talking about today and talk about how to go about getting that. And so uh, so I'm excited to talk a little bit about that. One of the comments we received, it was uh, actually through Facebook, uh, concerning last week's episode. Had to do with uh, my use of grapeseed seed oil, and and I really do appreciate uh, the comment that was left. There was a video that was uh, that was shared with me about the dangers of seed oils, and I watched the video and I learned a lot. I really did. I, I actually uh, appreciate so very much sending that. Um, and and there's definitely a a danger. It would seem in Certain seed oils, for the most part, um, although it did seem as though uh, fruit oil, seed oils, are not as dangerous if if they're not mixed with some of these other things like cottonseed oil or um, you know other other things of that nature, uh, and and really it, it talked about the best thing is just uh, beef oil, right? Just uh, beef tallow and. Uh, that being one of the, one of the best things. And, and actually one of the very first things they mentioned on that video, an experiment was done on, uh, and the use of, of mayonnaise and how terrible that was for you. I mean, who didn't know that though, right? Who didn't know mayonnaise was bad for you? Um, you know, even folks that like it are, are pretty much willing to say, yeah, I know, it's not good for you. Um, but, uh, uh, I, I'm still using the grapeseed oil, uh, but I I have taken note of some of the other things that were on there. Some of the other oils that I I used to look for, I used to use um, one of which was cottonseed oil, and so I'm I'm gonna investigate that a little bit more because that was something we would use to deep fry turkeys with, and uh, and loved it. But uh, yeah, I'm 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 gonna do some more research on that. So. Um, definitely pay more attention. And one thing, even with olive oil, you know, one of the things that was mentioned in the little video that was shared with me is, you know, olive oil can be fine, can be really good. But the problem is sometimes it's not pure olive oil. Sometimes it's, you know, a percentage of olive oil and then a percentage of some other type of oil and some other type of oil. Uh, and and that I knew about that. Now I've always tried to watch and get very high quality olive oil, 100 percent pure olive oil, and and you know that's not always easy to find. And so definitely uh, paid attention to that. And and now I'm, I'm gonna start doing the same with grapeseed, making sure you know my grapeseed oil is not mixed in, you know other things mixed in with it, no vegetable oils or something else. But um, and I'm gonna cut down on that um, because I do have something better. <laughs> I do have something better for everybody, and it's not mayonnaise. <laughs> so, um, but uh, with that said, let's just jump right into the some of the tips and tricks when it comes to the chicken skin because it, it has to do with some of this talk about oils and fats and things of that like that. So, uh, it, it's 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 key in really understanding. Um, and I don't, I don't get the science. I'm not, you know, geeking out, nerding out on science and anything like that. I'm just telling you what works. You know, things that have been shared with me that I've learned, and I'm going to share with you guys because it, it, it does in fact work, and it works well. Um, one of the first things you want to do, if you can, make sure you have your chicken. Uh, opened out of its package the day prior to when you expect to cook it. Um, you know, if you do it in the morning of the day, you know, that that it can help. But if you can do this the night before, the day before, this is, uh, I think, extremely key in helping you to get a crispy skin on your chicken. Open up, get it out of the package, put it in some kind of bowler pan or something, like that, and stick it in your refrigerator overnight, uncovered, just leave it out. And what's going to happen is the coolant, the, the AC of your air, uh, of your uh, refrigerator, is going to help dry out the skin of that chicken. And that's, that's going to help you get a crispy skin from, you know, just that alone. That alone is a help. To getting a crispy skin. So a lot of folks are grilling chicken wings, they're doing whole chickens or they're doing chicken uh, thighs and wings, quarters, and you know, they talk about, I just can't get a crispy skin. And you know, sometimes a higher heat will help, but one of the keys I've found is making sure you get it the day prior, opened up out of its package and letting it set in your refrigerator uncovered, unsealed, and let that, um, you know, kind of like how the AC works, right? It's really drawing moisture out of the air to begin with. And, um, you know, let that work. Let it run a cycle. Let it be in there all night. And that'll help kind of dry out that skin. And that'll, you know, that'll be key to helping you get a crispy skin on your chicken, so that's that's the first thing. If nothing else, if you don't want to add anything else, if you don't want to do any oils uh, or anything else, we're going to talk about, then uh, at the very least, let it set in your fridge overnight, uh, completely uncovered, unsealed, and and uh, let that refrigerant uh, refrigerator kind of remove that moisture, uh, and I think you'll you'll have some improvement there. Now. <laughs> the other thing that you can do while it is setting in your refrigerator is actually put some mayonnaise on it. And I already know. I already know. Uh, and I get it. I you know this. Listen, this is something I've been doing, and I'm I'm rethinking some of these things, folks. You know, they point out they want to talk about being healthy. You know, without becoming um, unhealthy, like a vegan or something like that. You know, we we have certain things that we have to eat. We need to get proteins and and certain fats in our diet. We need to have that. And I know some are not the best, but I'll tell you right now, it will not add flavor. You will not taste it. But if you were to put a little bit of mayo on the skin of your poultry, when you stick it in the fridge, that also helps dry it out. It will not have any flavor. You won't taste it. Uh, so if you don't like, kind of like when you use mustard as a binder on ribs or pork butt or something like that, you know, it, it doesn't leave any flavor. There's, there's nothing there. You can't taste it. You would never know that anyone had covered it in mustard. Uh, the same is true with the mayo. You know, it 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 will work to dry out the skin. So um, now that I know I'm going to catch some flack about that, and I appreciate it. I really do. Um, it, it, the the next best thing, and actually I think the best thing, and something you hear me talk about on this program quite a bit, is duck fat spray. Duck fat does wonders, right? I mean, you can get this stuff in a can, and it doesn't have, any, I mean, if you look at ingredients, duck fat, that is it. Duck fat spray. It is the brand. They are not a sponsor of this program, although I would love for them to be. But this guy up in Nebraska figured out a way to get duck fat in a spray can, and it's phenomenal and it works well. Now you can use just duck fat and just kind of put some duck fat on, um, you know. But I'm I, I'm cooking a tri tip as as I record this, and you know my binder on that tri tip is. Um, is duck fat spray, so um, so that is that is the next key. And duck fat, granted, you can put it a little bit on when you put it in your fridge to go overnight. Um, you know, if you can at least give it four hours. Like I said, if in the morning, say you forgot to do it and let it set your chicken or poultry set overnight uncovered, then do it first thing in the morning. Give it at least a good four to six hours, if at all possible. Sometimes it's not, but uh, you can give it a try. And with that, what you can do is then, you know, spray that duck fat on it as well. Um, And then before you go to season it up, spray a little bit more duck fat on there and then use whatever seasoning you want to use before you put it on the grill. This will allow you to cook your chicken if you want at a little bit of a lower temp and still get some of that crispy skin. And so um, it's, it's extremely helpful. It works great for me. Now, if you're going to go and sauce it up anyway, you know, unless you serve it immediately, get that crispy skin and and don't sauce it until you're ready, you know, to actually serve it. Um, you know, you can still have a little bit of a crispy skin, but if you're going to throw it in sauce and it's going to set, then you're going to negate all that work and effort you put into it. Um, so if you want that crispy skin, um, don't sauce it until you're just about ready to serve it. And, uh, and that'll be helpful. As well, so I hope that gives you guys something to think about when it comes to chicken, comes to poultry. Um, you know, I, I know guys that, especially when it comes to turkeys, they'll take and they'll just spray you know, like a cooking spray or a nonstick spray all over their bird, right? And and that that works. You know, butter uh, will kind of do. You know, kind of help crisp up a skin a little bit as well. So butter can be good. For that, you just want to make sure it's it's uh, it's real butter, and uh, uh, but it's hard to beat that duck fat. It is really hard to beat what that duck fat can do to to your poultry, uh, as far as getting a crispy skin. So uh, so that's my tip. That's my trick. That's what we're talking about today. Now, as far as cooking chicken, there's a few different ways to do it, and and I mean they're all great. I mean, you can do a whole chicken whether you spatchcock it or whether you half it or quarter it, uh, or leave it whole. Um, you know, you can, you can cook a whole chicken in about an hour and a half or a little less, you know, at 400 degrees and bring that, you know, that breast meat up to 160, 165 degrees internal temp. You know, your dark meat's supposed to be about 10 degrees more than the breast. But uh, at 400 degrees on the egg, you can still get a nice uh, smoke flavor, believe it or not, especially on a charcoal grill, you know, adding some wood chunks in there to get some smoke rolling with it. And pecan is always great with uh, with chicken. I really love alder. Alders are really more of a subtle Wood and so a lot of folks that don't like a lot of heavy smoke, alder's great for that. But it works great with chicken, and it works great whether you're doing it, you know, uh, hot at four hundred degrees, and and letting it go until you know until it's done, and and don't be flipping it all the time, right? Uh, Maybe once, maybe once, depending on you know your cooker, depending on what kind of grill you've got, you might flip it once, Uh, but um uh, you know i'm doing indirect at 400 degrees if you're doing it direct you know there there might be some adjustments that need to be made on that um but try to keep it away from the hot spots of course um but if, if you do it at a lower temp <clears throat> i would still recommend not going below 300 on your on your whole chickens um i mean definitely you can go lower no doubt it's just going to take a lot longer and it does get harder to get a crispy skin uh, no matter what kind of tips and tricks you try to use to better your chances at that, and so you know, two seventy five is probably as low as I go, um, but uh, you know, four hundred is good for those whole chickens. Now, if you're doing boneless, skinless chicken breast, of course you're not worried about um, you're not worried about crisping up skin if it's skinless. But you can do you know like uh, like thighs or quarters that that have you know been deboned and and are um, and are skinless. And I actually recommend putting those in a pan and cooking those in a pan and let them really just cook in their own juices. It may take a little longer. You can do it a lot lower and slower of a temp because you're not worried about, first of all, crisping up skin because it doesn't have any, Uh, but it cooks in its own juices and it just, uh, it just brings out that flavor and the seasoning that you've added, uh, to it. And, uh, it, it really works even in an egg, you can put it, you know, put those chicken uh, thighs and uh, in a in a pan and stick it on that egg and just let them cook, let them go, uh, and it, it's just phenomenal. It's it's really good to cook them that way. Um, you know, usually when I'm doing chickens, I'm not a big chicken wing eater. I don't do a lot of chicken wings at all. In fact, but uh, when we do, we we're doing them at 400. And, uh, and we've, we've let them set out uh, in the refrigerator overnight and uh, use some duck fat to crisp up that skin. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of ways you can season it, right? I mean, it's hard to beat, slap your mama's Cajun seasoning for something like that, but there's all kinds of other, uh, you know, chicken rubs and seasonings that are out there that you can use, depending on what you're going to do with it and how, you know, if you're going to (coughs) use, cut it up and slice it and use it for. Certain dishes, you know, if you want to use it for tacos, you know, season it with some uh, some type of fajita or um, you know uh, Mexican style um, chili lime type seasoning or something of that nature. But uh, you know, otherwise, if you know, if you're gonna do an Alfredo or something with that meat, use something like a, a Cavender's Greek seasoning or Italian seasoning and season it up that way, uh, or just a salt and pepper and garlic. Kind of flavor, uh, butter, garlic, or something like that is always great. So you can do all kinds of things when it comes to your chickens, uh, and to really get that flavor out. I would also say when you're seasoning up your chicken, make sure you get up under the skin. A lot of folks just put the seasoning on the skin itself, but you know where the neck was down by uh, down. You know, follow that spine, go to the other end. And you can really find some spots to get your fingers up underneath that skin and really get the seasoning under that skin on the meat itself. I think that's key, Um, you know, whether you, uh, you know, especially if you're not injecting or brining a chicken, if you're just putting some dry seasoning on it before you cook it, uh, be sure and get up under that skin and put that seasoning up under the skin to get that flavor that you're looking for, you know, on the meat itself, not just the skin uh, and and season the inside that stuff will work um you know, through you know as we get that seasoning inside the bird also uh that that always helps you know a lot of folks miss the opportunity to get that seasoning up underneath that skin and and you know the skin's great, and then the meat's just okay, but uh, you know, season that meat up, no doubt about it, season that meat up as well, and do that with your turkeys also. You know, a lot of folks are into brining, they're into injecting. Um, I've done all of that. I've brined, I've injected, and they all have, you know, pluses and minuses when it comes to time, when it comes to space, you know, and and things like that, Uh, and tools that you have to do those kinds of things. Um, You know, uh, brining is awesome. Uh, we'll talk more about brining, especially when it comes to turkeys later in the year, because a lot of folks make some mistakes and and things turn out too salty, um, you know, because of uh, certain things. We'll talk about that as we get closer to uh, Thanksgiving and trying to help you have the best bird possible for Thanksgiving. Uh, But, you know, poultry as a whole, injection is really great. I really like uh, injecting um, birds with different types of flavors, whether it's uh, either, even a barbecue sauce or a um, like a, a garlic butter, you know all, you know seasoned up, all those kinds of things work really well for injecting chickens. But a lot of folks aren't gonna go through that. I think they're just gonna put the seasoning on the outside of the bird and, and let it go. Um, but at the very least, Uh, you know, get that seasoning under the skin, kind of put your, slide your fingers between the skin and the meat, you know, without ripping it completely off. You can find some little holes, um, you know, and, and pour that seasoning down under that skin and use your fingers, kind of push it down and get it and get that meat seasoned up and covered very well. And so that's what I recommend. Of course, not everybody's got a grill even, you know, do you can, you can do inside, uh, in the ovens, those are, you know, they'll, they'll work well, you know, no problem there. But uh, the biggest thing is not to overcook, not to dry it out. And and that's where that balance comes in. Everyone wants a crispy skin, but they want a nice, moist meat to their poultry. And, you know, not only is, I think, the higher heat going to help you with that, but also making, you know, keeping a probe in that meat, especially the chicken breast and making sure that you bring that chicken breast to 160 to 165, and uh, and don't go over that, you know, um, don't go below it. You know, you got to have at least at the minimum, right? You you might go 165 to 170 max, but you know, you start going over that, and and it's very likely that you will start drying out the meat of, of that chicken if you're not careful. So, um, especially doing whole chickens or quarters, so really pay attention to that. And you know a lot of folks are worried about getting people sick with when it comes to poultry, um, and that's why I use a probe. That's why I make sure that I'm bringing it up to that temp. And so not only does that help ensure that you're not getting people sick, it also helps, you know, ensure that you're pulling the meat at a time when it's prime. It is great with a crispy skin and juicy, tender meat underneath, and just mm, 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 just hard to beat. <clears throat> hard to beat when it comes to quarters, wings, legs, thighs, I mean, all those things. Just just awesome. Awesome. I, I love chicken. Chicken's probably a big part of my diet, chicken and beef. Uh, beef is probably my favorite, but um, I, I would take chicken probably before pork even. Uh, I'm just not a big pork eater as a whole. I like it. There's things, I, you know, I cook a lot of pork, but um, when it comes to my choices, you know, beef and then chicken, um, and that's you know that's how I roll, definitely. <laughs> so, folks, you got questions or comments? Shoot me an email: blindgrilling at gmail That's our email address. Again, we've been getting lots of uh, feedback from folks. We appreciate it so much. Do us a favor: on your podcast app, rate us. Whether it's Spotify, whether it's Apple, whether you know it's it's the Podbean or wh- whatever it is. Whatever app you're using to listen to us, if you can rate the podcast, give us a rating. I really would appreciate it. I would love a five-star, but, uh, you know, hey, you know, whatever you really think of the podcast, let us know. If there's something you want to hear us talk about, a cook you want us to go through, let us know. We'll be happy to talk about that uh, and share any knowledge we might have or get somebody on who has the knowledge. Uh, to talk about those specific cooks. Um, my wife at the grilling store yesterday, somebody came in and asked her uh, how to cook ostrich steaks. And she called me. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I have, I have no idea. I, 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 don't, I <laughs> who cooks ostrich steaks here in Springfield, Missouri? I don't know. But, um, but folks are doing it. Yeah. And I know there's a meat market here that sells some exotic meats and that's one of them that they sell. So I know you can get them, but I I don't know. I've never done it. Never had it. I'd love to try it, but um, yeah, I, I, I can't tell you how to cook them right now, but maybe I can, I can learn and I can find somebody who probably does know uh, on different things. So Um, so if it's something I haven't cooked or something I'm not very good at, then I definitely will find somebody who knows what they're doing and get them on and uh, help us all learn a little bit of something about whatever kind of meat it is you're wanting to cook. So, um, you know, football season is in, I think we could probably talk about some appetizers and things like that. We could do on the grill, some finger foods. So that might be coming up on a future episode. I think that's going to be awesome. Um, you know, I'm actually as I record this, getting ready for the Chiefs and um, and Buccaneers football game on a Sunday night, so uh, looking forward to that game. And uh, Like I said, I got a tri-tip that I'm smoking and getting ready to uh, get going on that. So it it's it's fun, man. I love firing up the grill. I love hearing from everybody and getting the feedback and answering the questions that I get. Uh, hopefully it's been helpful when it comes to the chicken uh, conversation and um you know um you know if you guys got some tips and tricks on that let me know i'd love to hear them i really would and um you know uh, you got more health things that you want to send me Hey, i will watch videos i'll read articles i i'm i'm here to learn i want to try i, I may not agree or i may not implement a lot of the things that are put out there but um you know hey i'll uh I'll definitely look into it and investigate it a little more. so so I really do appreciate it. Uh, just shows me folks care enough to share. um and uh you know in that it, that's 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 what the gospels all about too. caring enough to share the Word of God with everybody. and uh, that's uh, that's just as important. So uh, I appreciate it. now, um again, I want everybody to remember Wednesdays, we're doing the My Story, and uh, again, uh, another short story coming up this Wednesday, and, uh, and then the Fridays, the Cut Straight Weekend Workshop Edition, and uh, we've uh, actually talked to a few folks that uh, here shortly I'm going to be having come on, the Friday edition, talk about their experiences uh, in woodworking while being blind or visually impaired, so I'm excited about that. And um, you know we'll get into some projects and uh, some of the tools that are used, how to use them, and, and things along those lines. So I'm I'm really excited about uh, moving forward with that project. Also, uh, it's it, it's it's exciting. It it really is. I'm I'm thrilled um, a, about how things are going. But with that said, I'm getting ready to go check on my tri tip and watch a football game. Y'all enjoy your week. Remember, if you're looking, you ain't good.